Hey, what's up, guys? Once again, this is Sean Greenway. This is the Extra Mile Podcast Show. Got a special guest today, my man Brandon East with the Brandon East Agency. What's up, man? What's going on, bro? Good to see you again. You too. Always a pleasure to see you and your team at work and all the good stuff you got going on. Absolutely. This is uh, actually our second time jamming together. So it kind of changed up my format a little bit for the podcasting. Now we're just going to start doing jam sessions. I'm going to bring everybody in, you know, from different industries. I'll, in the beginning, I want to try to get some folks in from the in the real estate industry, which you're in because you do homeowners insurance and Sold life insurance. Years. Yep, you was a, an agent for 11 years, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Because uh, everybody that's out there listening, they may or may not know who you are. And that's what we're going to talk about today. If they don't know who you are, that's your fault. You ain't doing any good enough marketing, bro. Like Grant Cardone. That's right. If that's you don't right. know who I am, I that's my fault. That's my fault. That's, and I Guys, apologize. my name is Brandon East. You can just- <laughs> Brandon East. Right. And what's funny is one of his old emails had his first initial and last name like a lot of companies did. And it said yep. Beast. Beast. That was so it. I call him the Beast from the East. So Man, there we that go. Is, that right there is a show. You could end it right now, and people would be like, "Whoa, yeah!" Because mm-hmm. they know who I so, am. So that—that's free, by the way. There's your yeah. <laughs> there's your marketing for the day. Beast from the East. There you so go. guys, uh, hope you stick with us. Uh, we're going to jam for a little bit. I'm going to talk to Brandon a little bit now to kind of set this up. Um, I've known Brandon probably for about 15 years. Uh, I think we go way back to when I was in the insurance business. Yes, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Because that's kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit today. And that's why it all ties into real estate, mm-hmm. right? Because yep. just about every insurance that you have can tie in with anything with home, family, everything, right? Everything. So go back 15 years. We had met through some other buddy of ours. And we started hanging out a little bit, doing a little business together. And uh, I was in the insurance business. I think at that time you were in real estate. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, in Bartow uh-huh. County agent in Bartow County. So let's go down that road. So how did you start out? Take us all the way back to McEachern. You went to McEachern. Yes. Class of 95. Go Indians. 95. Yeah. Dang, man. I know. So you are a youngin. I was 87, class 87. You are old. Class high school. The Colonels, baby. Colonels. I did a freshman year Cartersville. Okay. And finished out at Cass, so it was a little blend of, of both, Okay, which is kind of okay. good. Yeah, so Powder Springs, that's born and raised, man. Um, it was a little small town like Cartersville was back, you know, back then. So, no, uh, you know, without going, you know, I think we could go four hours on our stories, I think. But, you know, just for, you know, this jam session. By the way, I didn't realize you were a jam session or I would have brought my guitar. Session, my, right? We'll you do know, that next I mean, time. You said jam. Hey, you when got, you said jam, I was like, man, let's. let's. You know, this, uh, this ain't Fox News it? Studio, but here it's in our <laughs> office. I mean, we're we're local. <laughs> and if anybody's out there listening and you want to be on the show, just reach out to me. You know, we'll I'll go through a series of questions with you. If you're something I know we need on our show, we'll bring you on. But yeah. um, cool setup. Cool. We got a, there's your window. Yeah, so you I mean, feel, I got overlooking the city. Yep, it's nice. Yep. I like this. I, I really do. So, yeah, so McEachern High School, graduated in 1995. Uh, right before I, uh, I graduated, I, I kind of started looking at some entrepreneurial stuff, um, as in selling candy bars at school when you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Blow pops. Blow pops. Blow pops in school. Man, we used to make, uh, I don't know if you ever remember, you know, uh, those things that I think they're called telephone lines that used to run in the house mm-hmm. and you plug that mm-hmm. wire into. Mm-hmm. You could strip that down 
and the wire inside there was was different colors so you had white you know little stripes Mm -hmm. well i used to make bracelets and things of that nature and would sell those uh in school as well so you know you go did y'all have the friendship bracelets during your time i know we had i forget what we had we had we had the little um baby pins with things on them this was in the like the mid 80s and then they had friendship no no sean i was like six no that's right you came you came along you came along after the grunge yeah during the grunge era i forgot about that that's right Nirvana. so little, little uh, mine was spirit. the stone age we had we were still tablets you know, and stone doing graffiti on oh. uh, on bricks and now now we got phones so we're yeah. cool now yeah. we're straight now we're yeah and we went from flintstones to jets and so we're cool hey, what what you know that's 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 what we do so yeah. okay Yes. McEachern. McEachern. Selling selling stuff, trying to make some money. Mom and dad was divorced, so that was a little extra extra money I could bring in because child support wasn't wasn't there. Yeah. And uh so that's a whole other show, but anyway. <laughs> so if I could make, you know, ten bucks a week or something, you know, tacos back then were like twenty nine cents, man. You could you know what I'm saying? I mean you exactly. get around Taco Bell and you could eat Taco all Bell day long and Bottle of Boone's Farms and a straight <laughs> Oh man! I, I saw. I, I know. I saw uh, a meme the other day about this coronavirus or something like. If if you've ever, you know, drank whatever many bottles of Boone's Farms, you're you're, you're cool. You're, you're if you survive Cowboys in, in Kennesaw oh, goodness, on, on a on a Friday Saturday oh, night, you're good. Yeah, yeah. If you've ever if you've ever woken up in the back of your car after know, a, after the, one of those things, crazy. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So fast forward to your. Um, Real estate. How? Did, I don't think you've ever told me this story. How did you get into being an agent? Okay. Anyway. So, kind of a neat story. I was, uh, so I moved up here. I graduated when I was 17 years old, right at 17. So, I have that August birthday. So, it's kind of a, I graduated 17. So, I was the, always yeah. the youngest. Same for me. Um, good and bad. So, uh, mom and dad has been divorced since I was one, blah, blah. The, um, Moved up here because I didn't have anywhere to go. I was living with my grandparents at the at the time, going through going through high school. Mm-hmm. And once I left, my aunt called me up and was like, "Hey, when you get back from your senior trip thing, why don't you come up here and stay with us for a little while? Let's see if we can get you established. Let's get you a job. This kind of thing." So um, I was like, "Okay, that's cool. We can do that." And I won't tell this part of the story unless you want me to go down there. But I started. Uh, mopping floors at a at the car dealership that's no longer on Main Street. Main Street Chevrolet. You probably remember Main yeah, Street Chevrolet. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the lady that, uh, that hired me, Sandy, she's passed away since with, um, um, this has been 25 years ago, I guess. And she hired me and I told her one day that, you know, hey, I'm only going to work here temporary because this is not my, not where my end is. Yeah. This is only the beginning. Yeah. So she, she kind of giggled like, okay. So I, she probably thought I was going to mop floors the rest of my life. So, which is nothing wrong with mopping floors because everybody has to have a start. I just didn't want that to be my finish. Uh, met a gentleman, um, who introduced me to what's called network marketing. Mm-hmm. And that got me into mentorship, got me into, um, talking to people that are making way bigger money than I'd ever seen before. And I started looking at them saying, Hey, you know what? I'm, I can either follow a crowd that's not doing that, that's coming out of high school and into college and partying and rocking and, you know, doing all the things that a lot of those, that crowd does after high school, you know, they get a little bit of freedom and it's, it's over. Yeah. Me, I instantly was attracted to, um, 
those men and women that had a career that was teaching people on stage how to how to do better things in life we would do classes where you know hey look you make ten thousand dollars this month don't go blow ten thousand dollars you know, you, you, you do your 10%, what you want to do with your mm-hmm. beliefs. You know, you, you do, you spending this over here, make sure you're saving this, make sure you're doing your taxes. So at 18 years old, I was already taking 30% of my income every month mm-hmm. and putting in a savings account because I knew I was going to have to pay taxes on that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So that led me to starting to look at real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I met a gentleman up here who I'm still great friends with today. He became um, a mentor, even though he was, he's only seven or eight years older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, So at the time I was 18. Yeah. 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 So he, uh, he started a project um, building mini warehouses. Yep. And he was like, we were just, we just kind of connected at church and I would kind of go out there. And then he was like, Hey, you want to help me? And so I started helping him and then he would go, he was trying to get married. So I was like, well, I oversee the project, your guys and stuff like that. I'm, I'm cool. Cause I was doing my thing, but I didn't have an office. So it, it just really merged really, really yeah. well. And two years later, about two years is how long that adventure last. And uh, he came to me one day, and, and uh, he was like, man, we're, we're built out. I'm not going to build anymore. I'm going to go to the next adventure. I'm like, hey, perfect timing. I'm, I'm ready to move on to the next adventure. Yeah. And as a bonus, he said, hey, I'm going to buy you a deer hunting rifle because I love to deer hunt. Mm. Or I want to pay for you to go to real estate school because I'm going to be buying lots of real estate, <laughs> and I need an agent. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Please tell me you said both. <laughs> Well, I made enough money to buy my own rifle. Yeah, okay. So I didn't take the rifle. I took the real estate course, and he actually became my first customer, and uh, and it was downhill from there. The rest is history. The rest is so a gentleman actually paid. I had no. Uh, it, it's kind of crazy. You talk to people, and you know, like, oh, like you know, did you take both or did you take the gun? You know, no, I took the real bro. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, most would have. Most would take the gun. That's the, that's the problem. Yeah, that's, you could. We could talk about that for days on go down that road but never never you are smart enough to know okay let's let's go for the the something that's going to create income lifetime because uh you know i love to deer hunt even myself but get something that's going to be lifetime and income mailbox money whatever you want to call it right i mean he was my literally him being my first client Mm -hmm. selling his house and buying another house I, I'm probably more than most can make <laughs> in, a, in a year, yeah, I half mean, a year anyway. Yeah, right? I mean, you, you know who the gentleman is. So, you know, I sold him over 100 acres. I mean, mm. my first year in real estate, mm. him alone, yeah. was a full-time income. Yeah, yeah. Ju- Just that alone. Yeah. So that's how I got started, man. And and that's, we won't go off on this, but just real quick, that that's another reason that people, and a lot of the show that we do like this is about inspiration too, right? And that's a perfect story there because a lot of times I just like the acres of diamonds, whatever book, Mm -hmm. there's so much stuff out up under your nose that we don't know. Like we here in our agency or marketing agency, we see stuff all the time, like, but we don't always see it. We have to, when we have conversations and we're talking about things, then all of a sudden we find like, Oh my goodness, look at that. Mm -hmm. So same for that. I mean, goodness gracious, there it was a career right up under your nose and you went down that road. So I, I don't know what year that was, but was that pretty close to when that we had uh, first met or was that a few it, years before? It was a few, it was a few years before, um, probably two, two, two or so years before, because, uh, I'd met our, our buddy and he was started flipping houses and, and that's right. That's and, right. And that's actually, so from the gentleman that we'll call him G G unit, 
call it G got me started from there starting to work with him as an investor and him buying a couple of houses here and there mm -hmm. and then meeting, you know, meeting our buddy, Steve, mm -hmm. you know, that trans like transformed my whole entire real estate, um, business. And what I started seeing was I was really good at buying and flipping or helping clients buy and flip these yes, investment yes. properties. Yeah. The market's changed now. We don't have to go down that story, but by that road, every real estate agent knows it. But, but back then, we were able to, you know, buy four, five, six, eight houses, and within 60, 70, 90 days later, before the notes were really due, I know, I know. we were selling them, you know, so that was... Uh, I remember those days, now that you bring me back to that, so this was, let's call it 2004-ish, um, yeah, like, like really almost at the peak uh, before the crash of 08, It was four or five years before 08, 08 and Which 09. leads me to this, since this is, you know, we're gearing a lot towards real estate now, is that during that time when I met you, you guys were high on the flipping, the houses, you were, mm -hmm. uh, were you one of the, were you in the top, you were definitely top five as a real estate agent. Oh, you're number one, okay, in Bartow? At, at one year I was, in 2008, I was the top agent in single transactions. Boom, right before the crash then really, yeah. so... That's when we really knew each other because I was deep into the insurance business, mm -hmm. um, mortgage protection to be specific, term life, all that stuff. And uh, even back then, you, yeah, you you almost got in, if I remember right. You almost got in yeah. back then. No, I, I got my temporary. Okay. I oh, got, that's right. I got the temporary, but that was it. Like it was like temporary and then. Because it was you, uh, a couple other buddies. Yeah. We're all going to go in and do this big. A team thing, like we're gonna go yeah, get them, right? All in, baby. Yeah, all in. So now it's funny how we come full circle, almost fifteen years later. You're now not only the deep end, you <laughs> yeah. got you you got this uh, Air Force One flying over and stuff that we can't even talk about today on this podcast or what you're about to do with this insurance business. Um, it's coming. Yeah, we'll do a show. You're, you're not only doing what I was doing then, but you got all these other. Uh, tools or whatever in your arsenal right. so anyway we'll talk about that on the next show yeah maybe 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 we'll see we'll see well, we'll it's have, coming it's we'll, coming though. we'll have to because what they don't know everybody's listening right now if you want to even have a chance at doing the kind of stuff that brandon and i are doing you need to call both of us because <laughs> we've got the tools and automation and leverage and Thank lead sources and lead, lead sources <laughs> They can help you take what you got. You don't. You don't have to worry about getting two, three other people on board to create a, a, a your own marketing team or having an assistant to do this. We've got the kind of tools here, and Brandon's going to talk about it for Ooh. two seconds here in just a minute. That we've got the kind of things that can help you leverage your time, your lead sources, so that you can go do what you do best, and which is the relationships. So just like me and you. Yep. We've been uh, buddies for fifteen years now through you know, through other sources. And now here we are still is that it's so important about being out there and having these relationships. So use tools, use your, your team and your, I've got a great crew behind me. So do you, mm -hmm. but we also are smart enough to use tools and automation to, to jam forward. And that, that's kind of where we're going to lead with this in just a minute. Yes. But, but go back to 2008. I know we got off on a tangent there. 2008, number one real estate agent in Bartow County. Um, what, what does that look like in 2008? What was 
you don't mind saying voyage volume or whatever. Uh, you, you ever take 83 homes? <laughs> In, in one year, eighty-three. Yeah, I sold eighty-three Dang, homes, man. and that may not be that may not be good. I don't know what that what is. What is that? What's that? What's that volume? Average hundred fifty thousand. Is that 16, 12 uh, to sixteen million, roughly? If I, my, if my cast math is happening in my head right now, roughly. Check that out and let's see. I'm sure it's somewhere. 12, I think it was twelve million. Ten. Oh yeah, you're you're million. you're you're still the top nowadays because so. I think um, I mean you're jamming if you're doing. Uh, five million, yeah. right? And, and I mean, got out. What I see, and got out the next year. And it's like, you know what? <laughs> nah, I'm gone. So, uh, so the the of course the the industry the the you know the crash or whatever oh eight oh nine because same for me. Mm-hmm. I was doing the insurance. Guess what happened when it crashed? Yeah. See ya. I dropped the I dropped the insurance because I had to go. Yep. I mean, you both were smart enough to go. Not let it come to us. We go chase it. Yeah, go you get gotta it. chase it. So where did you go from there? I know you. I remember you getting out. Didn't you get into another venture marketing or something? So I didn't. I literally didn't get out right then as as top. I did switch. I switched companies. Switch gears because I'd had. I've been with the same company for um, seven or eight years here locally, um, and they really got the found built the foundation for me. And at a certain, it was just timing for me to to change. Um, so I, I moved to another company and was challenged to to list how you know list to exist is what realtors call it and uh, in 30 days um i think i still hold the record i'm not tapping my pat, pat myself on the back it was because of stuff that i'd already learned mm-hmm. but I'd, i had 32 listings in 30 days <laughs> and two assistants in my first 60 days um being with a new company and really? never had an assistant like z- ever and my broker was like bro you 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 got to do you can't you're not gonna be able to handle this he was right so i i had to bring on some assistance and stuff like that so but no it was uh it was killer man it was really good right before the crash so what had happened the question you asked me kind of what happened was i had started um uh, a tax service Mm -hmm. payroll company a restaurant uh, and a uh, property management company yeah. while I was doing real estate. So I was diversifying. I got you. Go back 17 years old on stage. Don't spend all your money get this month yeah. on yeah. junk. Make sure you you put it in different, you know, your your savings. My mindset has always been if I want to make ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 this month, I'm not going to spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000. Yep. I'm going to look for an investment that I can keep putting something in because for me – I don't know how real we want. I mean, we're going to get real because this is a jam session, but, mm-hmm. um, humbly speaking, I've been, I've been blessed to make a lot of money, mm-hmm. um, at a younger, younger age, I guess you would say, oh, yeah. I was selling 26, 27 years old, you know, selling good amounts of, uh, real estate and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So, but I still never lost the street smarts. You know, I never had a credit card until this year, like wow. ever. I'm wow. 40 now. So 41. So I've never had a credit card. I've always just paid cash. If I couldn't, yeah. if I couldn't get it out of my wallet, yeah. I, I didn't need it yeah. in a sense. Yeah. I mean, sure, sure. hopefully your audience is right yeah. to know that I didn't, you know, yeah. buy a $60,000 truck. With right. But what I'm saying is I always had that street smarts of, Hey, what if this doesn't last forever? Hey, what if the real estate market does crash? Hey, what mm-hmm. if this restaurant mm-hmm. closes? So I, I always tried to invest in, in multiple streams of income is what, you know, is what we're taught. So that's, yep. so that's yeah. kind of where, yeah, where I'm at. 
So now, now you, you now you're at that age to where you say you got your first credit card. So that's one of the things that, what I spent. that I've learned is, and I've had some guys, uh, you know, mentored even Cardone and some of the others. Mm. I collect credit cards now because I know how to use them as Wisely, leverage. Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be another podcast well, as well. What I bought with it. So what did you buy with your credit card? <laughs> I started a new business. <laughs> See, there you go. And that, that's how you leverage them. Dude, it was yes. 18, 18 months. No interest. No interest. Yes. I'm like, do, yes. I, do I use my 20 grand or do yes. I go use somebody else's money? That's right. Because I know I, I know what I'm yes. going to do with the money yep. and I know I'm going to make it back. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those, it's, it's so funny. My, my, my wife, God love her, man. Um, she, she's not, she's not as as risky as I am. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting here looking at this. I'm like, well, do you mean take 20 out of your account? Or do you mean take 20 out of this discovery? <laughs> she's and she's like, like, go ahead. Yo, go, yeah, you're fine. Go. You're fine. So, yeah. And, so that, and that's the thing. Cause of course we both, I'd never recommend to anyone that can't handle money yeah, to no, go get yeah. cards. But Let when that you, be your last resort. When you get to a certain point, when you get to, when you get in your forties and you hit 50, like I do, and you, and you've, you've been to the top of the mountain and been to the bottom and failed. You know how to leverage money now, and that's that's the cycles that you and I are going through with our businesses, with cards. Like I said, I collect them because it's not because I'm trying to use them like that, but uh, when you can get it to where you can get quite a bit of credit limits, you can come up with other business ideas, and you ain't afraid to go ahead and take the risk and rock and roll. And that's that's how we, that's how I kind of do with that. It's educated leverage. Yeah. Yep. And that's Calcul- the, calculated the risk. risk. There you go. Educated, le- yep. educated leverage with calculated, yeah. calculated risk. And with a lot of the stuff that you and I both have going, I, I, I foresee in the future, uh, even you and I probably will be doing something together with our, mm. uh, our knowledge and our network. So that'll be on another discussion as well. So <laughs> let's go back to the, the real estate. So your number one, it's 2008, 2009. You start probably gearing it back to more to part-time, as they call it. And mm-hmm. we, there's a lot of part-time agents out there right now, for sure. I wish they'd get out um, to leave it to the ones that, you know, the, the they're doing it. They're hustling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you when you start gearing it back and you're getting set up for the future, like, okay, what if, what if, what if? How do you go from – Definitely six figures to like, okay, walk away from that. Now let's go this route. Are you just at this point, even that age? Because what was that, 12 years ago? So you were what? God, you were what? In your late 20s? Um, yeah. W- uh, which part? Sorry. Eight, 2008, 2009. So you were, you were yeah, like 29, mm-hmm. 28, 29. But you were smart enough even then to say, okay, I'm doing well here, but I better get prepared. Mm-hmm. So was it because you knew that the, you could see the crash coming or is just because you wanted to no. diversify? No, it's just I didn't see the market coming. It hit me right between the eyes. <laughs> like a lot of <laughs> it, people. It smacked me off the top of that oh, hill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I lost seven deals in one month, and I knew something was wrong oh, at that point. Yeah. I, I, that number will always be in my head. Mm-hmm. Seven deals, literally seven deals. Um, so, yeah, so we when, when that happened – that's what told me the market was messed up. Yeah. You know, when you lost those seven deals, uh, it rolled downhill because everything. on the other end of that, I was doing mortgage protection. So people were uh, not wanting to set up an appointment with me or I'd get to the appointment and rather than pay that 
you know, that premium to get the protection. They, they were having second thoughts because they were, people are like, well, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to make our payments yeah. on here. I sure can't do this. Yeah. So it rolled downhill. The real estate industry it affected everything. It affected everything. Yep. It's uh, So, yeah, it, and everybody started cutting costs everywhere. Um, and, and I've seen it, you know, even on in the restaurant, you know, Fortunately, I went through a ta- uh, the tax business was pretty good, but it lasted one year. We opened we opened the doors, and I think we we did 180, I want to say 180 to 200 tax returns in mm. 45 to 60 days. Goodness! And then I decided that I'd never do that again. But that was that was one of the things that that helped get that keep that kind of going i mean 200 tax returns 150 to 300 dollars a pop sure you know yeah. it was uh it helped cat you know so but i realized real quick i didn't want that responsibility anymore so we didn't we, we closed yeah. that shop up um but no man i, I wish i would have seen it i didn't see it i was just in the and i just love diversification i love being uh, a lot of people tell me like how in the world do you keep up with everything that you do because I always have multiple things going mm-hmm. and I tell people it's it, it's a it's one of those things that it is, doesn't work for everybody most people that have two things going on they can't handle it oh yeah I'm wired to to do that mm-hmm. to to think through it I tell people a lot of times I'm I'm more of the um, as in a partner I'm more of a big thinker I'm not the smart guy yeah my team's a smart team. Yep. They're the one. I, I'm just, I see something and go, how can, how can we do that? And then I go take, I look at that picture as, Hey, this is a bus. And each, each adventure that I do is a, is a, is a bus. And I think I said this on the last show, it, it's all about getting the the right people in the, in the seats. Yeah. And then that bus, you, you go anywhere you want to. Yep. So for me, that's what I've always said is I've just always surrounded myself with people way smarter than I am. Yep. Um, you know, just, just an example in insurance, not to go down a bunny trail, but I literally called uh, when I started my insurance company uh, and went to a, uh, a captive situation. Mm-hmm. Went to a captive situation. I went out and found a girl that had been in insurance nine years that you know was killing it and got her to come work for me just because i knew i can't learn i don't know i can't learn it as quick as she can because i knew i I need to be selling and running my mouth and that's what uh that's what happened oh yeah well what you're describing is the same thing for me i think that's the entrepreneur uh, i would agree with you 100 (laughs) because you're sitting in the room right now um i i just i just know here here's my biggest problem is to take what's in my head and to be able to put it down on the board over there on paper, these yep. guys right here, they know how to implement it. That's, if I, is, but that's the hardest part is getting it out of here and putting it up there. If I can't get it from here to there, it ain't going to happen. Right. But if you can get it from here to there. That's right. What, what is it? Was it Will Smith? I don't forget which one it is. Um, uh, thoughts are things, but they can only be things if you can get it out of here, put it on paper, implement it, execute, that's right. and never let up and give up. And that's kind of what both of our our journeys have been, I think, to this point. Yeah, our personalities um, are a lot alike in, in that sense because, I, would, I mean, I was up at 3.30 this morning. And, you mm-hmm. know, I used, I used to have trouble sleeping. I finally kind of fixed that a little bit with some uh, diet and exercise. Um, amazing how that works. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but 
I got up at three o'clock and I posted on Facebook this morning. I said, you know, I've been getting some great sleep the past two weeks, but I woke up at three o'clock today, not wanting to go back to sleep. Not, I mean, I was just up and I, and I, yeah. I posted like, but I'm full of energy. I'm full of life. Like yeah. my, I'm ready to get started at three o'clock this yep. morning and I'm still just, let's go. You know, I don't, yeah. it, it, it's crazy. So <clears throat> I don't require a lot of sleep. Well, that goes back to what we, you and I both talk about. You got to love, you got to love the process. You can't love the, love the, uh, the goal, you know, the actual goals is nice. Cause you know, if you've got a goal to, you know, to go travel to wherever Fiji or whatever, and you get to that goal, that's, that's awesome. Right. But on bad days, if you don't have a passion that's it. for the process, then on the bad days where you do get up and it's raining, you don't feel good. That's the because you're gonna have more. That's the days you bad. Quit. You're gonna have more, more bad, bad days than good. I mean, I, that is how it's been for me, and I'm sure it is for you. Oh yeah, you, as well. You, you have to, man. I mean, especially in Georgia, it rains every day. So yeah, right. <laughs> I saw I saw a post Hope you're not last a night. Right now, <laughs> I saw uh, it was, actually it was a real estate guy here locally, uh, Pete. I think his post that said it's only rained twice this winter. Once for 35 days and once for 45 days. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth, man. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That, that's it. This rain twice. <laughs> oh, that's so but, funny, man. But the sun is out today. It is, I man. I think we got some good weather ahead. Next three or four days. Next week is, um, I don't know what it's all raining. the county or city schools, but there's a lot of people. I didn't realize spring break for some schools are next week. I'm like, it's the second week of March, but I forgot. It's that time of the year, so... You're going to have, uh, speaking of the real estate industry, a lot well, of people can, on spring breaks. Right. right can, can, I, can we pause right there just mm-hmm. for a second just to say this? But the most important date out of March is March 21st. March 21st. Turkey season. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Sorry. March 21st. Are you, yeah, going, are you going to do it locally or are you going out of town? Uh, I leave. Or so, your backyard. Uh, yeah. But, <laughs> All the, above. All the I, above. I leave 23rd to go to Texas to get a Rio, a Rio bird. So okay. I fly out on the 23rd that morning. Okay. <clears throat> so be gone a week. Do you do you film it when you go out there, or you just, um, you just go? So we we've got some new contracts for the the deer hunt, the, mm-hmm. the show that we do. I, this was not on the schedule to be filmed, so I'll probably just do like a little handheld, and it'll be um, just clipped in for the show because mm-hmm. we've got a. We're, we're filming exclusively now for a, um, a company, I can't say, mm-hmm. right, the second big company. Mm-hmm. Um, and they want us to do just turkey, but yeah. this wasn't – I don't have a cameraman. I got two hunters going, so sure. it's too, yeah. it was yeah. too late. We just did this deal. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I know, I know mm-hmm. a 6'5", 215-pound uh, photographer, videographer, if you need one. Okay. You know, he's well. probably – Probably going, you know, in a drop of a dime just to just, just to help you out. Just to help you out. There you go. No, I, I've actually never been turkey hunting, so that's – I've always been fascinated because the guys say, man, if you ever do it and you call one up, you it'll, it'll be a better rush than a big buck. It will. I would I'm quit like, deer – you know how much I deer on, hunt, yeah. and I travel all over the country deer hunting. I will quit deer hunting if I could hunt turkey all the time. You're kidding. I'd be done. I wouldn't do anything else. Wow. I've, I've definitely got experience then. Well, this I, year, I got plenty I just of like, I don't know about that. A bird, a buck. So think about this. Off. Think about this. A deer mm-hmm. can hear, can smell, and can see, yeah. right? Yeah. Extremely well. Yeah. If a turkey could smell, you would never kill one. 
because they can see better than a deer mm -hmm. and they can hear better than a deer. They can hear better? Yes. I knew they couldn't smell, but here they can hear better. They can hear better. And the mm. thing about them is you're on the ground, you're eye level with them. A deer, you're 30 feet up in a, in a tree and you sure. can shoot them 150 yards. Yeah. You're 30, 40 yards max away from a bird that spends his entire life on the ground. Wow. I'm telling you, you flinch, like your scope, everything's blacked out. If it sparkles, it all gone. They're gone. Oh, wow. it's amazing, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's so amazing. And it fits. Here's the thing. So kind of bring it, it back into people are probably listening going, Why? I didn't they call in and yeah. talk about hunting. This is real estate. We're talking about land. Exactly. Phenomenal. Acreage. Yeah, acreage. So, but it fits the personality of, of, of the person that is a, I don't want to, I don't want to classify it as a go-getter, but yeah. you know. Con your mind's constantly moving. It's constantly going. Mm -hmm. You know how hard it is for me to sit in a deer stand for six or seven hours? Mm, yeah. I, it just, it, I can do it because I love mm -hmm. th the hunt. Mm -hmm. uh, I love the process. Yep. The big yep. buck is awesome. Yeah. But it's the whole venture of getting right. to that big buck that, that we love. Same thing in life. So you, you let, let's, let's bring those two together. With turkey hunting, I'm able to get out and walk. I'm able to talk to the bird. I'm able to call the bird. I'm able to hear the bird. I'm able to, so I, I can move. I can be on my phone until you, you get one mm -hmm. close, of course. So it, it's for, for mine and your and other people, your listeners' personalities <clears throat> that may think and that love to hunt and never turkey hunted. And man, I'm telling you what, nothing. I was on my back porch this morning, owl hooting, hoo, 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 trying to get one to gobble trying up. To just, one? Yeah, yeah, just to just see. Practice yeah, just practice. Wow, man. Yeah. But and, yeah. And there's just the fact of being out there. You know, because I remember when I used to deer hunt, I hadn't done it in years. It's it's mainly too because of the whole setting for that long thing. <laughs> I'm like, me. I could probably now if I went deer hunting, I could probably handle a couple hours tops. Yeah. Now, but I, I don't I don't know if I can do it. But being out there in nature, being able to meditate, pray, just and sometimes Read. now, yeah. And if if you had the luxury of turning off your phone, it's probably your it's the time get to get away, away. Mm -hmm. and, and that's and that's part of it but i like what your analogy of the 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 process Man. being able to you know get excited about i'm going saturday and it's just like in with work here you know we both have a lot of stuff going on that's why it's important to make sure you've got things to look forward to or to pull you forward like that cardone talks a lot about this mm -hmm. it's like because if you don't you're just going to get stuck in that daily rut that a lot of people do now, I would never, and I always say this, this is kind of a disclaimer, I would never recommend to anybody that's listening that if you don't have the guts to to weather out taking risks like you and I have, mm -hmm. you know, be prepared. If you, if you want to start a hot side hustle, start it. Mm -hmm. Don't quit your job. Have your little nest, not nest egg, but little savings over here to where you can take some calculated risks on the side until one day you can get to a point to where – you can take that risk to jump out, go do it, and then go all in. That's right. So which brings us back to the real estate side. You got to the point to where now you're into even more things as you're getting older. So at this point, you're uh, early 30s. Mm -hmm. And what was the other company that you got with? with network, it was network, was network Marketing. Yeah, it was a company called Vasalis. Vasalis, mm, yep. I think a lot of people probably remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was Vasalis Science. Is that one still? Is that company still going? It's no. Is there a version of it? Like there, there's names? a version. They've changed names okay. and they've changed products and this, that, or the other. So yeah. So yeah. So that's what I got. I went from that into into that. So how long did you spend with that company? Six years. Six years. Mm -hmm. Six years. And yeah. 
if I remember, I know you were doing well with that. You're traveling on magazines, on stage. Yeah. And everything you did before that, of course, helped you lead up to Every, that or you couldn't everything. have done it. I couldn't have done it at all. I huh? mean, it, it, here's the here's – I love that you said that, you know, I, I've always used the hashtag through me is love the journey, but it's the same thing as <clears> – <throat> pardon me. Is, is is you know what we're talking about is is loving the whole entire journey the whole entire process of it and for me i tell people uh, in insurance and, and building vasalis of of um you know building a team of twenty two thousand people yep wasn't easy but it was worth it heck yeah and but but that's the, i hate using that word but it all started when i was 17 years old yeah, that's yeah. what people don't understand that's they're like right. oh you got in at the right time that yes there is there is a there is a fragment of the algorithm that i would say getting in to a company like i was in does yeah but there's also companies that i know i've got a personal friend right now who got into a 35 year old company that's been around forever and is already making almost 20 grand a month so however slash but He's been doing this for 25 mm-hmm. years, so it's the it's the it's the Grant Cordones, it's the Ray Higdons, mm-hmm. it's all those mentors and those coaches. When people were were um, partying on Friday night, like they had somewhere, like they had something yeah, to celebrate, right. you know, right. you know, uh, you know, they were they were buying, they were buying beer and going to bars and, and 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 we were going to seminars and you know that's right 18 19 years old doing man. without and Dude, uh, I was spending three or, I remember spending $295 on a uh, her name was Danny Johnson mm-hmm. her seminar you remember Danny Johnson do you ever uh, I don't know she, if I knew she Danny. was straight networking at the time okay it was okay. 295 that, I'm yeah. 18 years old you know what oh, 18 man. years old is? Yeah. $300. $295 gets you a, a party week in Panama City Beach. And, and you trade that for. And I almost could Uber down for yeah. that. You know, you hit your eye. I mean, it's a whole weekend of, of memories. But that weekend ain't going to make me any money. Yeah, true. And true. so that was the, the mindset. And, and people always ask me, well, man, do you go to those seminars all the time. Sure do. Yeah. Yep, and that's why that's why you, man, when you're, when you're going you to work on Friday, I'm going to the bank. It. It's worth it. Uh Year and a half ago, I did the uh, Cardone Boot Camp, Miami. Yes. Um, I dropped a total between the, that and the, the conference in the room. It was three-day boot camp, right? Per, you kind of went on, almost like one on training. Five grand. Yeah. Three days. 20 years ago, I would said, are you kidding me? I w- I'd be like, My I can, first I, rental I can house get a truck. Much more than that. I, I can go buy a truck. I'd rather have a truck than go to a silly conference. Nowadays, I'm like, Oh, it's only five, five grand. Only five grand. <laughs> yeah, it's How, old, That's the difference. It's only they five got grand. Be, they got better seats, <laughs> and and the only thing that kept me from getting the uh, the the uh, the seats even closer was the fact that when I found out where my seat is, it was like, well, I'll get up there anyway. So yeah, I, I would have. I probably would have spent a little bit more to get it. But dude, let me tell you something. And we've talked about this before. You gave me a number on one the thing that you done. That five grand, I've never shared this with anybody, that five grand thing. That but I think five, it's important. I think you should. That five grand since that time has positioned, not necessarily, you know, hundredfold in my bank account mm-hmm. yet. Yet. Because I'll say yet. It's there. It you has positioned me to be in the right positions to talk to the right people, the right relationships, just mm-hmm. like me and you yep. sitting here today. That's it. Like the people that are listening, I'm going to have builders on this show. I'm going to have... Uh, real estate agents on the show, loan officers, local businesses, 
you name it, I'm going to get people on the show, is get me in the right position to where that five grand just on that one is going to be a hundredfold easily, okay? That's not counting the other stuff you're talking about. We both go back. We, we both have probably 20 years apiece, so 40 years, yeah, of, 40 years. of training, conferences, um, education in personal development and practical skills, tools, that is that if you package that into one deal, dude, we've got between us, we've probably got 20 PhDs and and and, <laughs> and, oh and, and, and the school of hard knocks and the school of if you'll just do this, execute it, it will happen. And we're both going through that. And that's what I love about, and that's why I get fired up when we have these talks is like, man, these people out here don't know. Like they all, you, you know, heard the term, it, uh, 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 Good business or profitable business is a boring business. Well, there's truth to that when you're talking about the grind and the daily or whatever. But nowadays, because of what we can do and the tools we've got, it can be fun too. Yep. Like me and you sitting here doing this, I've got an incredible team sitting behind us over here that are killing it, mm -hmm. making content, building systems, getting us to the you know ready for the next podcast, all of those things. Same for you. You've got your crew back at your office. They're handling your business. They're yeah. doing it. Yeah. They're, they're the smart ones. We just happen to be lucky enough and blessed that we've got people that, that want to hang out with right. us. <laughs> like, hey, we got a vision. I know yeah. I can't. I know you can't see you in my see, head. You can't but see it, but I'm gonna try to draw it out. Yep. If I can draw it out, if we can draw it out and define it well enough, you know they'll follow. But that goes back to all the things we're talking about. Man, just just love what you're doing. Yep. And now let's go towards this. Let's kind of take it home with all of this. Now let's come to where you're at. So what are we, three years now into the mm -hmm. insurance? Mm -hmm. Three years into it, three and a so, half. And, and tell us, tell the audience the quick story of how that happened because I think it was a, yeah. was that the Florida yeah. trip? That was a Florida trip. Tell you me about, it. Yeah, tell me about that one. So back to the, the, the mentoring and, and setting yourself up. So I owned a property management company. Um, who, that's an important part of the story. I owned a box company, healthy snacks company, mm -hmm. and we ship snacks all over the country. Um, and had a mentor who we had followed and who had, we'd been getting advice from uh, on a on a glow not only say global scale but on a bigger scale in marketing side of things. And so we connected with him, and I reached out uh, after listening to you know listening to his podcast, listening to his videos, yeah. just really lining myself up with man, this guy's just he's just phenomenal. He just knows how to market, and reached out to him, literally thinking he'll never respond. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. You know he's that I've, guy. Yeah, I've done that before. And uh, so I just emailed him and was like, hey, here, here, here's who I am. Here's here's what I do. I'd love to uh, get some coaching with you. And he sent back, you know, hey, you know what? I can do it now because in about a month I won't be able to do it anymore, which I didn't know what the next couple months in his life was going to do for him. You ain't going to get what I paid him now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. could you yeah. imagine sitting down with Grant Cordon? Exactly, for, you know, yeah. Just, you're just not going to happen. So, and I, I'll share with you. So I went and uh, my business partner and I got together $7,000, and we went and spent the day – a day. A day. So, so okay. we flew down our hotel room. We had, you know, flights, round trips, hotel rooms, everything we paid for mm -hmm. and gave him $7,000 for the day. It was in his house. Mm. 
and we got to sit at his table and he went he dissected our business and our lives and when it was my turn to kind of throw what all I was doing, he and I'm gonna make it short. He he said, "What all do you do? What's your what's your streams of income?" And my the biggest one at that point was the property management company. Yeah, we were there. Remember to talk to him about the box company. <clears throat> oh, that's right, the vertical thing here. Yeah. Okay. The, so the box company of, of snacks and everything is what he was, what we were there for. But he he was like there's more to your life than just that. So where, where, what other things do you have going? I said, I own a property management company. And he was like, well, money never sleeps. He says, and if you're not making money 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can get wealthy, but you can't get mega wealthy. Yeah. You know, and that's what we were talking. Cause he's a, he's, he's a mega wealthy guy now. Yeah. Um, but so I was like, okay. So he analyzed that and we went through a series of things and he introduced the concept of insurance mm. and all he said, what's so funny is he don't even remember saying this. I've talked, I talked to him a lot now <laughs> Yeah. and uh, he don't even remember saying insurance. Cause he was like, Hey, offer your tenants renters insurance. And literally that's what I got just that one idea about that, renter's insurance. That was it. So I came back, Sean, and I said, I'm getting my insurance license, and I'm going to offer. I had 250 doors. I'm mm-hmm. going to offer every one of them renter's insurance, and I'm going to get rich. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was Just thinking. A, oh, man, here I go. Here I go. So I went. I got my test. I passed it. I didn't know what a carrier was. Yeah. Nothing. So here I am. I have an insurance license, and my wife goes, so what's next? I'm like, well, we got to sell them renter's insurance. I got to find out a company that we can sell it. Well, you probably know what's next is there's no company that just sells renter's yeah. <laughs> insurance. Yeah. And, and the renter's policy is about mm, $100 to $200 a year. Yeah. And you get about 10 to 15% of that. <laughs> so I'm like, wait you a went minute. From, you went from, <laughs> you, you started taking zeros off yeah, the I'm end of that in your head. It's like, oh, oh, no. Oh, and I was like, what well, have I done? What have I done here? Okay, well, I've got a license now. <laughs> so. What's the next step? And so it rests as history. I, I reached out to a couple of buddies that was in the insurance world, and they mm-hmm. were like, you're, you're, you're a good start. You're in a good place. You're in a good heart. Mm-hmm. There's just more to it than yeah. what you got to do. So there again, a coaching and mentor that had an agency for 30 years, yeah. mega, mega agency, took me under their wing, helped me, coached me along. And a couple of years later, about a year later, I called uh, the mentor in Florida, and I was yeah. like, man, you don't know what that meeting did. And he was like, I don't even remember that. I'm <laughs> like, but that's not even important. What's yeah, important is yeah. that $7,000 has got me a $1.5 million insurance agency and growing by leaps and bounds. We had one of our biggest months last month. Sweet, man. All because I messed up to go get my insurance license to sell. Yeah. To, get it <laughs> to make so, $200 a year. And that's renters. the thing, too. One, one, one idea can lead to another, to another, another. to another. And you got to go, you just got to, sometimes you just got to go chase that that thing right i had a license i wasn't gonna let that money go to waste i, I mean i gotta put it to work i mean you know money so, you gotta put money to work so, so. This, this this guy in florida and of course we won't say his name but i guarantee it's up, I his, he wouldn't mind his seven a day is probably more like hundred thousand a day now probably like cardone is probably he's probably he was on stage with cardone Oh, no, you're talking about that now okay yeah 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 so yeah these guys <laughs> yeah you know yeah, we call so. either one of those guys you get first of all you're gonna go to them and it's it's probably at least a hundred, and they'll spend some time with you. Yeah, but it you're you gonna know, go to their team. You're not and I can't I, now I can't wait to get to that level one day where you call me or I call you. It's like, hey, bro, 
Let's go split it with me. Uh, let's let's go fifty fifty on this, and <laughs> yeah. let's go see these guys again. Yeah, and now get the because there's ideas that 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 we couldn't even have handled ten years ago. No, you're right. You're 100%. but now I can tell you right now between both of us, you know, I'm at the point. I know you are too. That wouldn't be, you know, except for something that would cost us way too much money. Uh, there's not any kind of an idea that would scare me at all right now and right. I don't think it would you either. Mm-hmm. It would just be it'd be like, okay, how much does it cost? Is it gonna make us money? How much time are we gonna have to spend on it? How many people do I need? And um am I gonna be able to still be able to go hunting and fish? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's really that's all it, it is. That's it. It's just, it that's it. all that it is. You know, in time for the family, whatever. Because we've both and we still do. I mean, I know you have weeks and I do too of where, you know, we put in sixty, seventy hours on on your business not necessarily even just at the office right three o'clock this morning i was reading insurance articles exactly and like there's there's plenty of nights to where like that like i I love football probably as much as anybody out there listening but in the past two years (laughs) in the past two years though yeah i've seen the least amount of any kind of a football game and it's not like i looked spent wasting my time with it but I used to where I see every Falcons game or every Georgia game or whatever, not anymore. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch. Unless it's a really big game, you know, one one or two of the big games. You know, a a quarter of it and maybe a half of it. But then I'm I'm, I'm reading, listening, you know, notes, growing because I'm 50. I didn't – like you're way ahead of me with with all of the things that – with the knowledge because you started at 17, 18. This guy right here, I, I kind of didn't start till probably thirty. Okay, so you got tw- you got twelve years up on me when it comes to that. So then when I hit forty, he's like, "They, how are you right now?" I'm just I'll be forty two this year. Forty two. And when I was forty two, so this past eight years is I've it's like the flywheel effect just started cranking to where like I want to know more, more. I want to know more, more, mm-hmm. and then have the relationships, meet this person. I just spent eight years. I've only been out, what, another, a year, year and a half. I spent eight years in the mortgage industry, okay, mm. which got me prepared to what the reason that I even opened up this agency and started it. I was like, you know what? There's got to be a better way for real estate agents, mortgage loan officers, homeowners insurance agents like yourself, um, closing attorneys, all these. There's got to be a better way and a more efficient way to have somebody that can help them with their lead journey, their uh, lead attribution to where they can take a lead, leverage it with automation and get a person to where they're ready to talk. Because you and I both know there's agents out here around us right now that are, that are buying leads either from Zillow, realtor.com. They're getting all the lead sources, even Mm -hmm. on the insurance side, lead sources. There's lead sources everywhere now. And guess it's just like having this, big glass of water here they're just pouring in their bucket like oh man i got all these leads but guess what they got holes in their bucket yeah so it doesn't matter how much water you pour in there you're losing it so all we're trying to do is like all right call us let us look at what your sales and lead journey is identify holes once you get the holes filled up if you need help we will show you how to pour more water into the bucket with leads and how to leverage with automation to get you more deals because now that we're in 2020, even insurance or real estate, it's not about just leads anymore. You can call any 
agency, marketing agency, and can get you some leads, depending mm-hmm. on how much they cost, mm-hmm. that's not even good anymore. You need an agency now that can help you mm-hmm. to try to convert those, get them set up. Right. You you said something a key word the other day. Is, or the other day, sorry, thirty seconds ago, you you admit you just said to see if they need help. I would I would say Sean, take that back. They do need it. We, we everybody needs help doing something. Mm-hmm. And I know as in my past being in real estate, yours in in mortgage, even the one year that I happened to be the you know blessed enough to be at the top mm-hmm. of the of the. I didn't have an automation. Imagine if I'd have had your program 10 years ago and was number one and took all the leads that I, that, that slipped through the cracks and the holes yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. People don't know what they don't know. So they don't know if they need help That's until right. they're presented with you. So if they yeah. don't call you, then that's their mistake. And that's the, their leave. I believe that, that not just cause you're sitting in front of me, not just cause you're my friend and we've been buddies for 15 years. It's a it's a solid system that will take somebody that thinks they may not need help and go and, and multiply that. It's it's the same thing when I when when I joined um, when I switched real estate companies mm-hmm. and got the thirty two listings. Mm-hmm. It's the reason that was is because they they already had uh, fifty sixty agents when I joined. None of them had thirty two listings in thirty days. I just looked at their training and was like, oh, well, I can implement this. Yeah. I was already successful, Yeah. but I could implement this. They had the exact same training that I had. You know what the difference was? They just didn't implement it. I took what they were already learning and said, oh, well, let me fast forward and let me just put this thing on steroids. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go get an assistant. I didn't know that I needed help with 32 listings. That's right. Because I'd never done it before. Yeah. That's it. So unless you now fast forward – what you guys have all created here is that going, oh, I can do 32 listings now. Before mm-hmm. I didn't, I, back then, I didn't know you could do 32 mm-hmm. listings in 30 days. Yeah. This paperwork, hello, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's horrible. Here, you're able to amplify and to automate getting from, hey, I've got a couple listings, I've got some sales, I've got some lending going on, to putting those leads into this system, plugging those holes and spitting quality at the other end, mm-hmm. like taking that mm-hmm. and just, and that now you don't have to go out and do all the stuff mm-hmm. to get to where you can yeah. get now. So. And, and more of the automation that, that I even talk about is in the nurturing side because, you know, any given agent can get, you know, can get a hundred leads a month. But what if, if you know, you've heard the saying, the money's in the follow-up. Yes, it is. I like to say, well, the money's in the cracks because you're letting – these holes in the bucket or the cracks, that's where the money's going. They're dropping through. So having leverage, and I love making you laugh, by the way. The mon- uh, having the leverage of automation can sometimes, not always, can help you uh, keep from having to add another person on because Same. of leverage in that. And the nurturing part, you get 100. Preach. Okay, let me just say this. A real estate agent gets, uh, is with Zillow. And they're getting average. They're averaging maybe 100 leads a month. Let's just use a round number: 100 leads a month. How fast are they getting to those leads? Right, that's number one. What are they doing after they get shut down? Like, are they calling them quick enough? I've got on the board up there it says "Time kills deals." If nobody takes anything out of anything that we say today, that's it. Time kills deals. If you're not reaching out 
to your leads. I don't care how you got them. Referrals, Zillow, lead source. If you're not reaching out within 15 minutes, you've already lowered your chances by like a thousand percent, something like that. Really, you need to be doing it within five minutes. And that's the things that can be done through automation. Now, the out of a hundred in the real estate side, because everybody's looking for homes, right? The numbers may be kind of low of who you're really going to get out of those hundred. But what about the other 90, 95 people? Well, that, that's where the automation comes in too. Email trips, right? All the other things that can be done, put them on a uh, nurturing cycle because they may not buy it a day, even though they raise their hand that they want to look at this house. But they're going to, they're probably going to buy them in the next year or two. Well, the last time I checked, I got to eat, you know, in 18 months too. I got to eat today, but I got to eat 18 months. Why not go ahead and be thinking, instead of picking apples that we talk about, Mm -hmm. you need to be thinking about planting trees. The apples are for today, and that's my mic drop for today. (laughs) Instead of just picking apples, it's okay. Go ahead and pick some apples, right, and eat on them. Plant them seeds because... Have, get you an orchard going, right? Because then one day you ain't even have to reach up for the apples. You're going to have somebody rolling in them apples. Cause, so the apples, the apple gang, right? So, Brandon, do you want to be the apple gang? <laughs> no, I want to be the apple farm. <laughs> the orchard. So, so, they, they, I wish that we would have filmed that because I literally, guys, I, I just took he, my head down. I was like, oh, off. my God. If I had he a microphone, I'd be like, throw it down. The walk away. That was it. That the was walk it. walk away. So oh my think about that, guys, because we're about to wrap up the show. If you're listening, and hopefully that you've made it this far <laughs> through this journey, because we're just over an hour. Uh, of course, we, we'll, we'll chop these things up, too, so we might even put this last part in, so they got to hear it, too. Yeah. Is that, that a prime example today with my friend Brandon today is that he and I both have realized that, sure, we got to have apples, and we pick them daily. Try to. Some days... Heck, I don't get apples sometimes for weeks. But on the backside of being an entrepreneur, you got to be planting the seeds for to have an orchard. Mm. And the only way to have an orchard is to, like Brandon said today, make sure you're surrounding yourself with smart people. You know, if you can't, like for myself, some of the things that my guys do, it would take me, what it would take me two weeks to do, they can do in an hour or two. And I, and Javier's sitting over there right now killing it with something that would take me literally two weeks to do. Right. And you'll have it done today. Right. I can't do that. And and vice versa, there's things that he can't do that I can. Mm-hmm. And it all kind of comes together. So Brandon and I both are building orchards. And hopefully one day we have 100 orchards, right, everywhere. Because my goal, just like yours is, and you can use this analogy all you want, Somebody's going to be rolling in the apples for us, whether it's go down the, the your P.O. box and you got checks in the mail or, you know, you're getting more leads for your business, whatever that comes out to. Because right. I know whatever for, it looks like for you. Yeah. For, for you, Brandon, it's, you know, you want to be able to, to take care of your family, spend time with your your wife and your son and your daughter and mm-hmm. turkey hunt, mm. deer hunt, all the things we do. And uh, what about, do you fish? Some. Let's um. Presidents. Let's when we get off air, I would love for us to plan some type of fishing trip or something this year, just uh you know just to go hang out because that would be cool. Yeah. Because um, I don't, I don't fly fish, but I bat. No, 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 not fly fish. I'm talking about just regular bass fish. I got a you boat. know, and uh, I got a boat. A, a what? I got a boat. You ain't got a boat. 
Yeah. What kind of boat? Pontoon. When did you get a pontoon? 2020. You're kidding. Mm-mm. You just got a mm-hmm. pontoon? When? Just recently? Uh, a month ago. Dude, dude, dude. Okay, yeah. When we get off there, we're going to talk about that. Like, it's the weather's about to turn. Ain't no reason why we can't be at daylight till lunch one morning. There's definitely water in the lake. So yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> why don't we just put it out in the backyard, I'll, right? We can get, get that out from there. here. Let's get out there and do a morning, you know, on that. That way we can mastermind because yeah. we have a mastermind session. Get some work done, but catch some fish and have we, a good time. Can we do a podcast from the lake as we're we can. fishing? Absolutely can. Let me tell you how. And if anybody's listening, this is how. Because if you want to learn more about podcasting, reach out to me as well. Um, you know, book a, a discovery call. We'll talk. I'll tell you exactly the, the, the equipment that we use, mm-hmm. how to, to how to pull it off, how to record it, where to host it for free, all that good stuff. So I'm going to tell you how, real quick, since you asked, mm-hmm. how to do a podcast from the boat on a lake okay okay go buy you and you can go on our website to find this um this equipment you get you two lavalier mics i forget what brad tascom lavalier mics they're like the ones you hook up okay and you just pin, them strap, to your shirt. pin it to your shirt there you go you get two people like we're gonna do mm-hmm. we're gonna do this if you hold me to it we're gonna pin that up okay here you go hit record all right let's fish now let's talk about insurance and before it goes well, I want you to give me just the – we're not going to go deep today because okay. we don't want to get into compliance and all that yeah. crap. <laughs> I want you to tell us before we go, anybody that's listening, insurance. That's a big broad mm-hmm. broad scope. Yeah. What all does the Brandon East Agency offer uh, for any family or, you know, whatever out there, from home to whatever? Yeah. So, give us a breakdown. All right, so the Brandon East Agency and – here, here in Cartersville, we are licensed in Georgia, mm-hmm. Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, West Virginia, Ohio. So, so we almost got the southeast covered. Yeah, just about. yeah. I've got to get North Carolina and Virginia. So, okay. Um, they're just a little trickier sometimes. But anyway, so we can handle any of your insurance from your basic home and auto recreational which is your side-by-sides, your four-wheelers, your your boats, your RVs, mm. handle all that. Uh, we do life insurance, whether it's term, whole, annuity, um, burial, final expense, yep. to um, mortgage protection, which yep. is you know, something we could talk about one day as well. Um, we do all that. And we also, have, obviously, we do auto. So we handle any type of auto mm-hmm. from your classics, Model T's to Everything. your brand new motorcycles. Motorcycles. We can do motorcycles. Uh, we can get boats segways? up to yeah. Actually, yeah. You can do a segue. <laughs> um, I would just drop it on your homeowners. But, there you go. Um, but we can schedule it if you need to. It's just you know more more there. But Ferraris, Lamborghinis, to so any, really anything can have insurance on it. Just about everything does have insurance on it at some point. Anything in this office you see, there's a policy that backed that product yeah. or that whatever it is. Because yeah. you know, you look at the computer, the plastic that was made, the manufacturer had to have mm-hmm. insurance, the people that harvested the yeah. material. I mean, it's just it, it, it's endless. But we can mm-hmm. do we can do all of that. We do array of commercial business general liabilities to workers comp. So, and if I remember too, if sometimes if they bundle. They get better pricing yes. too, right? Different carriers offer different amounts. So um, one one thing we get a lot of, Sean, is people go, "Hey, they'll." And, and, and if you're listening, this is not. This is just because 
me as a as an individual did the same thing so it's just our we focus on education like you focus on automation mm-hmm. making things simple i focus on educating people so mm-hmm. when when people call us and say hey i've got a 2017 ford focus how much is insurance well, that's like saying, "Hey, I'm gonna throw this brick at the bottom of the ocean." You got to guess where it's at. Yeah, there's just yeah. there's just no there's yeah. no way. It's there's yeah. so many algorithms that sure. that go into play. So, um, it, it's not it's not that easy. So we 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 tend to take people and 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 educate them along the way. And I'm a huge component of adding value, and that's my my added value mm-hmm. to it. Um, and, it, and, and people say, man, that's, that's pretty incredible. Does it hurt you too? And I'm like, well, yeah, it hurts me because somebody will bring a policy in and I'll look at their policy and it may be phenomenal, but I've educated them what they have and they don't need, they don't, they don't need mm-hmm. my policy yeah. because what they have is phenomenal and they didn't know it because yeah. no one ever took the time to, to, to explain it to them. So, so there you go. Not, but we do that. We love to educate them and, and it does, obviously it does yeah. help, help because yeah. people are like, Oh, I didn't know that. Cause that, a lot of people have, yeah. I said this, and uh, we did an interview one time, you and I, and on the education part of it is you and I and all the listeners, chances are, have been buying insurance their whole life. Their whole, yeah, whole life. But they don't know mm-hmm. what they're buying. That's right. Well, you, you know, I was in the industry for just a short time. What was it, oh, seven, eight, back through there? And I can tell you even now, I've, I've forgotten a lot of the educational part mm-hmm. of the stuff in that. I don't know enough about it. I know people are the same out there that's listening. Not everybody understands insurance and Mm-mm. what it is, how it works. Why have I got to pay this for it? How come this is cheaper than that? What do I need to do? But, you know, like I tell everybody, you don't have to know it all. But if you do want to know it all, you know, you, of course you can help and educate them with that. Mm-hmm. The main thing is, you know, make sure you got the right coverages you know, because uh, all of ours is a lot about the real estate sometimes. Homeowner's insurance, oh, my goodness. I mean, depending on which agency you go to, that could vary from, you know, 50%. Yeah. Either yeah, way. Mm-hmm. And when I was in the industry doing loans, it was like that. So, uh, so how can they reach out to you? What's the best way to get in touch with you or your team so that they can ask you questions? Okay. Yeah, so you can you can call us, which is 770 770- Nine 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 zero three eighty. You can send an, uh, an email to info at brannoneastagency.com. It's all spelled out. Uh, easiest way is always to call, and uh, we've got three three people there at the office that can help. You can always ask for me, and just tell them, hey, look, I want a policy review. You don't have to be our customer. You don't have to be with any of our carriers. Um, example: A guy called me yesterday trying to get. Um, uh, insurance on a customer client that he was mm-hmm. selling a, a car to and, and while he's on the phone he was like hey i've got abc company i've been there forever i've never had Rex. i've never had this but they keep going up on me and instead of saying well hey man c- come to me i can save you some money it's not what i told him at all i said you know what insurance is designed to go up and a lot of times we have to shop yeah and when you shop if your agent doesn't tell you that in the beginning that, Hey, there's some things that we can do. He said, well, my agent's going to call and, and they're going to try to work some stuff out to lower it for me. And I said, well, by lowering it, they can't just go in us as agents. You know, this, we can't go in there and say, okay, we're going to lower his premium. They have to change something in that policy somewhere to lower that, that down, or they've got to find a discount or something. You see what I'm saying? It's like yeah, something has yeah. to, you don't just go in there and say, okay, I loaded it 200 bucks and sign it. No. So I said, send me your policy. Let me look at it. Yeah. If it's good, 
you need to stay there. And he was like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to quote you. So you, at least, you know, Yeah, yeah. and I'm going to tell you the difference, but what you do with the information that I provide to you, that's up to you. So it's important. People do get reviews from time to time. I tell them all the time. Yeah. Even, even my clients. Yeah. Because I believe in staying behind our policies that when we write them the first time, even though they do, even though it does go up and sometimes we lose customers, people will come in and say, well, I've been with you two years where you do a policy review. Of course I'll do a policy review. And he's like, and I've had customers come in and go, Hey, I called so-and-so and you know, they gave me a little bit better quote. Send me the quote over. Yeah. If it's a better policy, then they need to go. And the reason I do that, Sean, is because I believe in value yeah. and value is not always something that there's a price on value, I mm-hmm. believe, in the, insur- in the insurance world, that if I have a policy and I'm saving this guy um, 15, 20 bucks and he goes across the street, who's probably a well-educated insurance agent, there's a few of them out there, um, not many, the, um, and they save him $200 a month. Mm-hmm. There's value that I've added to him, I yep. believe, but $200 in savings versus $25 in savings. Yeah. That's a lot of value that you have to make up. And so, you know, for us, we just, we hope that people will, will see the value. And, and we had a lot of people that just stay with us. And then we have people that, that say, hey, look, I'm going to go over here. But what I do is I bless them and then I release it. Because yep. you know what's going to happen in two years? Mm-hmm. They're coming right back over That's here. That's right. Because I've, you know what I've taught them to do? Challenge the agent and do a policy review. Yeah. Do it to me. Yeah. I'm your agent yeah, now. Do, do it review. to me. Exactly. But make sure you do yeah. it to them too. Going that extra step, the the extra mile, and mm-hmm. that's that's why I started this the show, the extra mile, is because just like with our entrepreneurial uh spirits and what you're doing with your people, like we do with ours, going that extra mile because it does pay off. Mm-hmm. It and it makes us sleep better at night too, because we're no we're doing I the know. right things, man. That's it. Thanks it for hanging dividends. out with me today. Man, man. I loved it. Love it. Guys, stay tuned for more. If you want to reach out to um, Brandon, check out the description. We're going to put all of his contact info in there, his number, email, how to get in touch with him, you know, call him, send a pigeon, whatever you need to do. Go get a review, you know, check it out because he can really help you out. Um, Stay tuned for our future podcast. Until then, guys, as always, go kill it. See ya.